Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Building transgenerational organizations. Invest in making the customer feel that they matter to you. It can only happen if you get genuine feedback. And that means consistently measuring and maintaining service quality. And so, talking about measuring service quality brings me to this restaurant chain, global restaurant chain, and the Australian branch of Subway was doing what they call the one-foot beggar. And that means that they produce beggars that are supposed to be one foot long and you pay a premium price for them and you hold them and you know that yes, today the mountain shall be leveled. Now this interesting customer walks in and buys the one foot beggar and pulls out a ruler and puts the ruler against the beggar and measures and finds out that it is 11 inches. Now he confronts management, takes pictures, puts them on Facebook and within a short time 133,000 people put similar pictures on social media. One customer can destroy your business. One customer too can turn your fortunes around. So if the owners of the business are consistently measuring to see whether the beggar is one foot, you will notice that maybe the thing is reducing by one millimeter a day. And you will notice it early enough to counter it before a whole inch goes off and it becomes a crisis. Now you will spend money trying to recover, you will do interviews in the media, but the cost of recovery is always higher than the cost of maintenance. The fourth key in our fiscal building transgenerational is capacity. And so obviously, the knowledge, the skills, the technologies that we use in running a small one location entity cannot manage a 10-branch organization. So when you started, it was yourself and two people alone in a small office. Now you have branches all over the country. You have, you have international offices. The software will have to change. The approach will have to change. Now you will need stronger people. And sometimes it's a challenge because the people that you started with feel that you feel a sense of loyalty to them, but they've also not grown themselves and you are bringing new people and they are seeing them as strangers. And some of them are actually praying for the new pool to go. Prayer. New person. Away. It's either they kick them out spiritually or physically. If they won't go spiritually, physically they will make them uncomfortable for them to leave. But truthfully, for any organization to thrive beyond a certain point... It needs to renew itself. And that means retraining the existing staff. It means bringing in fresh blood, infusing people, shifting things, and it is a part of growth. The skills must change. The business leaders' knowledge must change. Investing in books, investing in training is non-negotiable. One authority in training says that for every dollar you put in training, you yield a minimum of $30 in return. It's not just an expense, it's an investment. So build capacity to enable you to stay on top. The fifth one is awareness. A sense of timing and awareness. 
And that means that you must be able to predict when the train is about to stop. In our natural lives, you know when the train hits your junction. If you take the train that passes through circle, you know that it stops from Accra at 5.45 at New Plant Station. So if you catch that train, simple, 5.30 or 5.40, you are waiting. When the train stops for that one minute, you hop on board and it moves. Similarly, in corporate life, there are times when there are major shifts in business models, different ways of doing things, and sometimes we are totally on our way. And so we don't understand the timing, we don't see the shift taking place, and before we realize, we are left behind. Let me say this, that each business owner must make decisions based on the time that you are in, also in the growth of your organization. If you are sowing, I followed a friend who was doing a beans farm to go and plant, and I almost died. You know, when people are planting, it's do and die. I mean, that's not a time when they do parties, they converse. No, 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 no. He was planting and it had rained the day before. He wanted to cover a number of acres. He was holding primitive technology, a sharp stick. And he would just plant the stick in the ground, remove it, put three little seeds of beans, and he was doing it and he was accurately measuring one meter, one meter, and I was trying to follow him. That about National Service Boy. Look, my back, I was dying. Why? Because when the person is planting, that is their life. If you are planting your business, you shouldn't be concerned about what people will think about the car you drive. It will look as if you cannot afford it. It does not matter how it looks. There is a time to sow, a time to wait, and a time to reap. When it gets to the time to reap, you can buy every car you want, you can do everything you want, but till then, be patient. Accept that there is a time for everything in your corporate organization. So companies must appreciate the timings and the seasons of their lives. Appreciate the peculiar opportunities that come up and take full advantage of them. The final one in our list of six is legacy. And that talks about branding. That talks about reputation. Reputational equity is something that people don't place value on. But I believe that a good name is an asset. You cannot legislate a good name. You cannot demand a good name. A good name and trust are very valuable things that we must aim at having. And legacy is one thing that I want to throw out to every one of you here. Five years from now, ten years from now, twenty years from now, what will be said about yourself and your organization? I'll throw to you a question that we shared not too long ago with our teenagers conference called Teenpreneurship. Simple question. How do you hope to affect a million people in the next five years? Simple question. Initial response, impossible. Then it comes to unlikely. Then impractical. Then maybe possible. But as you think about it over and over and over, through a combination of social media, networks, ideas, creativity, and so on, you will find a way to let some product, idea, concept, something that you do, reach one million people. Tell somebody next to you it is possible. Or tell somebody else it is possible. Tell the person one million people. Between now and 2018. Wow. I can imagine that if all of us here did something that touched a million people, Young person there, how old are you? Twelve. And you are sitting with 40-year-olds. If you can do something that can touch one million people in your lifetime, it will be powerful, won't it? 
dream about it tonight, okay? Right. Let me give you, in closing, ten things that you need to know if you want to become the... How many want to become the next CEO of your company? Wonderful. This is the icing on the cake. So, ten things if you want to become the next senior pastor, the next CEO, the next boss. It's just a framework for promotion. Ten things. And maybe for business owners also, these are ten things that should guide you. Number one, respect. <laughs> respect achievement. I find that very often when people are following, they tend to simplify the work of the founder. They think it is very easy. They say, oh. They tend to focus on one thing that is not working and forget about the pain of founding an organization. And so, because you are not happy about leave allowance, you have forgotten the effort that a person put in to start the whole company. Anything you don't respect, you cannot attract. Anything you don't appreciate, you cannot inherit. So for anyone seeking to be considered as the head of an organization, it starts with appreciating, respecting the effort of the person that founded it. I'll tell you why it's important. Several times I've heard subordinates say, listen, they don't like my ideas. I'm leaving to go and start my own. And then you go and after 10 years, you have not reached one quarter, one tenth, one twentieth of what you are criticizing. It is not as easy to do as it is to say. So let's start with respect. Respect means respectfully disagree, but still respect. Number two, observe and imitate the work. Many times people want to imitate the car the leader is driving, the, le- the level of the lifestyle. No, that's not what you should imitate. Imitate the principle, the work. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Arbet and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Arbet and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-99000. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, Always remember, you are blessed indeed. The light has come.